everybody, welcome back to The Producers. Going to keep going with our short intro uh, series and just say that uh, Rachel's great, you'll learn all about her. Uh, her blog is in the description, and I believe I put in all of her different accounts, so go check those out. Uh, she is very funny. Uh, great to have her on the show. Uh, other plugs, uh, usual RVA comedy, over Music Park. Uh, check out Tom's music, he's putting out a lot. And email the show. I think we talked about it. About emailing the show. So, we should do that. Um, cool, we're getting right into it. Here we go. Anything about the smell. As long as you don't, then we should be good. <laughs> um, I brought you some things. Oh my gosh, I'm totally surprised. <laughs> I know. Hold on, let me turn my phone off. Do not disturb. Okay. People are disturbing. Yeah. <coughs> All right, so first I brought... Also, I'm determined to be your favorite guest. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that's new information. Decided. That is new information. Yes. So that being said, well, I brought a, uh, like a variety pack. Oh, my gosh, you did. A variety pack, including a 24-ounce Nicola Ultra and a um, LaCroix, depending on your mood. And then sure. the rest are, you know, normal. Yeah. And then uh, I brought... Holy cow! A Kirkland brand. You biked with this. This Whiskey. is heavy. Yeah, that is why, that's why it took me so long. That's why it took you 20 minutes. That's why it took you 20 minutes. Yeah. So. That is a lot to handle. Um... Oh, okay. gosh, I have a show tonight and everything. No, I know. You don't have to. This is kind of to. a gag. Well, my mom gave kind me this. Kind of a gag. Well, it's kind of. Because it's gag. been sitting in my uh, cabinet for years. You don't mom, drink it? It's Kirkland. I mean, it's like Kirkland whiskey. That's weird. I have Kirkland vodka in my freezer. Do you really? Yeah. Is it any good? Oh, it's I, like vodka. I don't know. I can mix it with You want to trade? Good. Yeah, we yeah, can do that. Good. That's something yeah. I would totally do. Show me do. how many ounces you have. Oh, we'll do that. We'll do that after. Okay. But we'll keep this like just sitting there for consideration. Uh, I do have glasses. Okay. So I'm ready for anything. Okay. Because that's that's the new thing on the show. Like I said, is getting drunk. Basically. Cool. Basically, the the best is when I um I do like a, ba- a double header. You gotta adjust it. Get, oh, get it. I'm sorry. You want to be like about six inches to get the the clearest. I'm learning how to podcast, so like that. That's that's good. Okay. Yeah. I used to have. I used to make it a point to have them here because uh-huh. I want to like have a so conversation. Like having a conversation yeah. But like ugh, the audio is so much better for me. Mm-hmm. That should be good for you. Okay. That should be good for you. All right. So what are we having first? Um, what are we? This is the uh, Oberon. Well, I didn't know. You know, I didn't know what you wanted. So I did the Kroger like six six pack pick oh. your own thing thing. What's your favorite? Um, I'm more of an IPA person, but I won't drink anything. And, you Fair. know, I'll just add some whiskey to it. <laughs> I'll let you pick. <laughs> I'll let you, you decide. Okay. I forgot what I got. Um, 
I'll probably just do this. The pills? Mm-hmm. I'll go Oberon. Okay. I think that's uh, Anthony's favorite. Well, you didn't even have a bottle opener. I told you. I am prepared. Okay. The funny story about this, I, um, I think, I don't remember. I think I was feeling sad, so I went to go buy a bottle of wine. I think my first ever bottle of wine. And uh, I didn't have a bottle opener. Or the wine I had bought before was like, screw. Mm-hmm. But I needed a bottle opener, so I just picked one. And it turns out the bottle opener costs more than the wine on accident. Are you serious? But I had already like paid. What kind of wine did you get? It was just like five dollar like, bottle okay. of wine. It was like five dollars. <laughs> but it was just like, oh god, what did I? Whoa! <laughs> cool. I also biked here, so <laughs> it got all oh. really jostled. Oh wow! Well, cheers. Cheers. That was uh, good for the audio. <laughs> Picking the bottle against the can. <laughs> So I always ask the most important question first. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, it's funny because you are you are going to be spearheading the a new way of my, a new format for me. Okay. Um, so I, I, my new format is I ask the most important question first. Okay. Um, what's your, what's your like go to breakfast? My go to breakfast. Yeah. Um, I have the same breakfast every day. I like that. So it's funny that you ask. Um, it's two hard boiled eggs, and. Dijon monster. <laughs> Wait, okay, hang on, hang on. Do you hard boil the eggs in the morning? Yeah. You do that in the morning? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so you have the eggs, mm-hmm. and you, I'm assuming you sit down, like on your couch or something. No, I stand. I stand in my kitchen. So as soon as they're done, like peel. Yep. Just stand. <laughs> yep. No shame. Do you salt? Nope. You just, do you, do you just mustard on, no plate. You just take them, get them out, just like put them in the strainer or whatever, peel them in the sink, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm not an animal. I do use a plate. You, okay, so you use a plate. No, I use a plate. I put the mustard on the side like a garnish. Okay, okay. And just, you this, know, as like a dip. You're saving it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, um, I, and then I just eat, eat them. Eat them whole. And then I have bite. some almond milk on the side. It's like a. Do you use a cup? <laughs> I do use a cup. Okay, okay. Uh, valid question though, and now I'm thinking: Should I start using a cup? Like, should I really not use a cup anymore? Yeah, who 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 are you hurting? I actually might not use a cup anymore. It might say it's a dish. Yeah, I mean, it's a dish where you turn the the water on, swirl around, wash out the milk, hit it one more time, throw yeah. it upside down, use it tomorrow yeah. morning. But like, I'm actually uh, I probably will never use a cup or a plate ever again. We'll get an update. Thank you. I'll check in. For- um, you just saved me a ton of dishes. A ton of dishes. You know, how cu- you know how many times I have breakfast every day? <laughs> can you figure out how I can boil the eggs without the pot, though? That would really save me some time. Um, oh, so put the eggs in the almond milk. Boil the almond milk. Okay. Well, okay. And then drink the warm almond milk. Thank you for that. I got you. Okay, cool. Um, well, so then, that's. I, li- I like to, like to turn... So this is me, like, breaking down my, my format. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So I think that's kind of what I want to do, and then maybe it just transition to something. Mm-hmm. But then I'm ready for my next question, okay. which I've been trying this out lately. Is um, what was your first creative moment that you can first remember? Creative moment. Yeah. Like as a like a human, like a child. Sure. Oh, the okay. first one you have, the first one that you have, that go way back, go as far back as you can. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say, "What was your first creative moment?" Okay. Well, this is like going way back hmm? into first grade. When so I was when I was in first grade, I had these like chapter books. I like made these chapter books about these animals. It was like a series, like a comic book. No, it was like a, it was like <clears> a chapter wrote, book. Yeah, wrote, okay. I wrote them. Yeah, and um, I thought that I was just like having fun. And my teacher like raved about them. She like told my parents and was like ask, kept asking me when I was going to like make the next one. And um, 
so that was like, and then I got, and I was like, oh, wow, nobody else is doing this. I am like really good at this. And, uh, when I like got my first full-time job as a writer, I wrote that teacher a letter and like sent her. Oh. Yeah. Like sent her my magazine. That's cool. Okay. So. inspired me. Hmm. So that's kind of, that's interesting that your first, that your first creative moment like really went in, in tow with like one of your like main creative passions. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I, I my first one that I can remember, I was mm. I made a comic book, but okay. I am in no way an artist. Uh-huh. I am in no way a storyteller. Um, I'm more of like like with improv or a mm-hmm. podcast, like completely made up on the moment. Yeah, and it's not even really creative; it's just yeah. silly or whatever or a conversation it's like from your brain, basically. Yeah. But it's not it's not something that I can like like congeal into like a, this is a product. Here mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. like it's a book or something. But my first one was like a comic. I, I made a comic, Dragon Man. Dragon Man. It was wild. How old were you? I think it was like around first grade. Okay. Yeah, and I made four episodes, four issues, issues, and uh, I told that story before. I'd love to find them. I'd love to see. Oh them. yeah, no, same. I can't find those books anywhere that I wrote. That so okay so so did you like keep doing it? Did you like, keep going? Uh, throughout the year, and then that was it. Would you? What was your like? Hmm. Did it transition into like more projects or like how did it like? You're like giving first grade me a lot of credit. I am because that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I'm supposed to like it. So okay, so one thing that I guess I feel like I'm just explaining it, but I feel like it's necessary because I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to work on like figuring this this out. Uh-huh. Lately, it's been a thing where people like hearing about like people's backgrounds a little more. Okay, and so that's why I start with the first creative moment because then I can kind of tie it in. Maybe like ah, okay. we go through some of it. Yeah. Obviously, we go like wherever you want it to go, but like that's kind mm-hmm. of where. I, I started off, and okay. then if it goes there, it goes there. If not, whatever. Okay. But like, yeah, like you you are a writer now. Yeah, let's uh-huh. talk about now. And work our way back. Okay. So you're a writer. I'm a writer. You uh, you are in charge of one. So when I first moved to Richmond, which uh-huh. was two years ago, okay. I didn't really know anything about it. And then like, fast forward a year, and I started liking Instagram as my preferred social media. Okay. And then about six months into it, I found this. Uh, Richmond-based satire account. Yeah, yeah, Piedmont. Yeah. And I was like, I don't get a lot of things about Richmond, but this makes me feel like I get it because yeah. it's all jokes. I'm like, ha-ha. Making fun of Richmond. Yeah. 100%. And I loved it. Yeah. And I'd share, I would share it with all my Richmond friends whenever mm-hmm. I saw a funny post. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come to find out last week at the Squirrels game that you were in charge of it or something? I'm not in charge of it. No, I'm in charge of the... In- I do the Instagram. Mm. So literally it just means I post what I'm told to post. But I also write for it. Write for it. So... But the fact that you are so like heavily connected... Well, I've been doing it in a while. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Okay. And I've known you for, I've known you way longer than I've known about Piedmont. Yeah. But like the fact that I just found out. So that's one yeah. of the things you do. You do like Boomer uh-huh. Magazine. You can just list all your like accomplishments and jobs. Oh, okay. I mean, that's want. pretty much, I mean, I like, I do a little bit for style. I write for Boomer full time and then I write for the Piedmont. Uh, it's just part-time. as somebody who can't write. Mm hmm. Like that's to me, it's just like, oh wow, you're like an accomplished writer. Yeah. Like I guess what I, I guess accomplished is like subjective. Right, right. But like to me, that's like, you have three different gigs? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's like anything. Like if somebody's a mathematician, I like can't, my brain doesn't work that way, but like my brain does happen to work in like as a writer. So, mm-hmm. just, so what was the thing that got you? Like what was the, it might not have been like the first grade memory, but like yeah. what like got Like you? made me want to be a writer? Mm-hmm. Well, so it's funny. So I was actually an education major. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to be a teacher, and then, like, I started doing it. I never actually taught full-time, but I w- did student teaching, and then I was like, 
fuck this. Fuck this. And it took me a long time to realize that just because you're good at something doesn't mean you should do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was, like, really good at it, but I did not like it. And then, uh, so I thought I wanted to, like, be a therapist because I like talking to people and I like listening and, like, whatever. Uh, so I started doing, like, nonprofit work and getting more into that. And then, again, realized I didn't really like doing it. Mm-hmm. Even though I was good at it, I didn't really like doing it. And I started getting an improv and I was like, well, what if I really like being creative and I really like, um, you know, like using that part of my brain and I like writing on the side. And so I was like, well, can I write full time? Um, so, um, long story short, like there was like a whole, like my roommate and I decided to quit our jobs. We went to Europe for a summer. And then when I came back, I just dove into writing. I feel like long story short. Like, on a podcast, like, should not be allowed. <laughs> but, okay, so when you came back, you started getting into writing. Yeah, yeah. So I just started, I just did whatever I could. I wrote for myself. I wrote, like, I, like, reached out to different publications and just, like, I, like, worked in a coffee shop. And then and then I started, like, building my report. And then now I have a full-time job. So. That's so cool. Yeah. That is, um, you, the, the path you kind of took is eerily similar to my path. Yeah. Counseling. This. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Kids. This. Fuck that. No way. Yeah? Now I'm a researcher. Yeah? Super boring, but like... But do you like it? Well, that's one thing, because I talked to Sean about this. He was the guy who was on the last episode, and uh, I said that really weirdly. He was last episode, and uh, because he he works in the creative field. Mm -hmm. And I always love the idea of wondering, like, does it fuck you up to, like, work all day, Mm -hmm. being creative, Mm -hmm. and then, like, in your spare time... Like wanting to do improv mm-hmm. or a project or something fun. Yeah. Like, doesn't that, does that sap you? Does yeah. it like fuel you? Like there's got to be all these different, like obviously a different day, different kind of thing. Well, so doing improv is, is different because it's a different sort of mode of creativity, but I do have a hard time coming home from work when I've been writing all day and like trying to write an article for the Piedmont or like trying to like write a blog post or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that is very challenging. I, that, that, that's one of the, that's one of my justifications for having a desk job. It's just like, well, at least I check out when I go to work and when I'm done mm-hmm. with work, I'm ready to do creative shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But one thing he said was, which is true for both me, him and like you uh-huh. is it still, you still have to actually do it. Like when you come home from a long day of whatever, mm-hmm. it's really easy to like sit on your couch, which is one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I love improv. Cause it's like an obligation to to the point where it's like I have to be here. People are expecting me to be here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And also doing doing this, it's like I have to do it every week, which is why I try to do like I do like in a, like a week of like four, and then I blow it off. Yeah, and I edit them Tuesday night before they're due, <laughs> like to be up. And I'm just like <laughs> I shouldn't do this. This is terrible. It's so much more helpful though when there's other people involved. It right? is when you have to get. It is. Well, because, well, actually, I had an editor for a while. My my, my friend Tom edit, would edit for me. Oh. But after a while, I was like, "Well, this is my project." He, I just basically send him. He puts it together. Yeah. And like, it's 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 a chore for him. Uh-huh. Not in a bad way, but just like I'm just like unloading part of the work. So like, I just took it back and I was like, "Okay, I'll do it." Um, that was what I was. Uh, I had I've had people involved with this, this project specifically before, and it was helpful, but also like you depend on other people. And if Tom, say, can't get to it, then, then what happens? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of been one of the things that I think doing this project has kind of made, made me like see. It's like, yeah, it's really helpful to have that people would also like, fuck it, just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But then when it becomes too much, that's when you need people. Right. right. What is, um, so writing and improv, is there like a, a third creative passion we can touch on now? Can I say no? Hmm? I mean, 
that's no, that's all. That's all, sure. that's all I got. Writing I and uh, improv. I've learned. I've, you, you never know. You never know with some people. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what got you into improv? Uh, honestly, okay. So my brother did comedy sports for a long time, and I, I always thought like that looked kind of cool. Um, and I had I knew people in the coalition, and I had seen some shows. But I was like always like I was like very nervous. I didn't want to do it. I was like I'm not gonna be good at this. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, and then like I was like dating this guy and we broke up. And I had I wasn't devastated, but I had a lot of free time, you know. Mm-hmm. So your schedule was devastating. Ex- yeah, but yeah, my schedule was like <laughs> wide open. So I was like, I guess this is like as good a time as any. So I signed up for 101. And um, long story short, here we are. Here we again. are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard about improv, and then long story short, I'm uh, I, I met you doing, we're doing the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm here doing a yeah. podcast. Yeah, I really don't want to talk a lot during the the hour to hour and a half long podcast. <laughs> I really don't want to get into too much. If that's okay, can I say no to answering yeah, I'm just all your questions? Skip over a lot of details, and <laughs> I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna answer the question and not not like uh, keep talking about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get I the make bare sure answer. You have nothing to pull. Nothing, from, to, nothing yeah. to work from. No tangents. We're not gonna get to any. Yeah. Also, can I just make a side note? Um, I so I'm a writer. Like I'm a, like a magazine journalist, and I do oh, a lot Christ. of a lot of interviews myself. Okay. And so I'm not used to being interviewed. I'm I'm not used to interviewing. This is your 55th podcast. This is my 50 56th if you count the live show. 57th if you count the other live show. Okay, I am counting though. So you didn't. You are used to interviewing. The thing is, is um. But like I said, I, I never know if I'm doing it right. Some people come in and we just have a conversation. Okay. But like, do I, that's the thing. Is do, I, do I want this to be an interview? Right, right, right. <clears throat> do I want to just ask you right. a bunch of questions? Yeah. What? I don't know. Because now it's a thing. It used to just be my thing and no one cared about it. Uh-huh. And now it's a thing that people, yeah, are, people like, are like, ask, it's a topic of conversation. You have bots listening to it. We, I, robots are listening to my show. They're going to rule the world one day and they're listening. <laughs> so like... <laughs> a lot of pressure for our future overlords. I'm sure that they're enjoying what they're hearing. Yeah. The ones and zeros have to add up. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, it's a thing now, and it's just like, oh man, I got to make sure that it's mm. good. I got to mm. make sure that there's, there's pressure on it to be good. Yeah. And so one thing is like, oh, I want to do my show, but like, I want my show to be good. Right. Right. So is it is it better that it's an interview kind of format? No, I'm just saying. I just like when you asked me no, about no, 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 this, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm going to be interviewed, more or less interviewed. And I you're always, the topic of yeah yeah I'm so uncomfortable with that I'm like so huh? yeah yeah like I this is weird well I said that since episode four like don't try to host a show because I'll let you <laughs> but like no it's uh, this episode's been too highly requested <laughs> um what kind of shampoo do you use um Tresemme what kind what flavor I don't know I honestly don't know I'm not a big hair person. Yeah, I know. What do you mean you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your bangs cut today. I did get my bangs cut. You're a hair person. Well, yeah. Well, Who your bangs cut? Emily, well, Emily Bruce. Emily's did. great. If I care, I mean, if I was a it's hair person, I feel like I would go to a salon to get my bangs cut. Emily is as good as a salon. She is as good she as a salon. She is a salon. Yeah, I know. I didn't... Salon, Dijon, mustard, eggs, coffee. <laughs> you were listening. What? That's the, that's the easiest joke. Okay. Yeah, that's the easiest um, joke. No, th- these are some of my like most important questions. I'm I'm trying them out. I'm trying okay. them all out. Is this a, okay? So, so what kind of shampoo do you use? Okay. 
I, uh, I, I have a couple different, because it's just the lather. And my hair is now short enough to where it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But when it's longer, I try to use, oh, I can't think of the word, like it makes your hair more stiff. It's, I don't know what it's called. I have no idea. Fuck. But like it's. Shampoo? That makes your hair more stiff? Yeah. Or you mean like gel? You mean it's like not, mousse? No. It's, Product. Oh. It's, it's, you wash it out. Hairspray. We're getting closer. <coughs> is it like hair gel? You already said hair gel. Is it that like, is it that like goop? Goop. That comes in a, like a no. container? Mm-mm. Glue. What is it called? Cement. I use cement to wash my hair. Texturizing shampoo. Does that really work? Mm-hmm. It makes your hair more stiff? Well, so, like, my hair naturally, when it's longer, it just, like, falls. Uh-huh. So, like, if I had, like, a long, swoopy thing, it would just go... Yeah. Down on my forehead. But with that, when I push it back, it, like, stays oh, for, like, I four see. seconds longer. I see. You know what would help? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they don't see this. They don't know what we did. They deserve that. Yeah. That's why I love doing the audio. That's why I don't do video podcasting. What do you think of the idea of um, a party podcast? Like having multiple people on it? No, like having a party. Or just party like having a party. And, and having people come in at random and. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Want to host it? Yes. Right, you want to host? Yeah. Because I don't want to sit in here the whole time and do that. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds like the worst party. Everyone's having fun. I'm just like, next. Yeah. Bring the next drunk <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Also, who wants to listen to a four hour podcast of drunk people just like. Well, that's why you got to edit it. I don't edit. Why not? You know how much time it takes to edit? What if I say something that I don't want people to hear? So here's how that works. Okay. Um, when I record the episode, you can request I send you a copy before okay. it was released. And if something you don't want to be in there is in there, you can totally take it out and take it out. Okay. Otherwise, I just slap music on the end of it, uh, put an intro at the very beginning, and then mm-hmm. publish it. No, I'm familiar with your form. It takes me 14 minutes. Yeah? No, longer because exporting. Oh. You've listened to some episodes. Mm-hmm. It's always weird. It's always weird. And like it's like again it's a thing now. Jesse called it the Coalition Podcast, and I really I was like, oh, Amy, it's my show. <laughs> but then I looked, and the last non-Coalition person I had that wasn't somebody who's been on three times was episode seventeen. Out of fifty-seven. Yeah. Okay. So it's only Coalition people. I don't know anybody else in this fucking town. <laughs> so what was? Um, I'm assuming you wrote for your high school newspaper. Uh, a tiny bit. I did not know that I wanted to be a writer for a long time. Like, I... Did you have any creative pursuits, like, in your youth? Um, I mean, I was in a creative writing class in high school, but that was pretty much That was a class, though. Come on. Yeah. Did you ever ever play any, like, music? No. Um, so what was the, uh, what was the thing that got you, like, hooked? Into what? Just creativity? What, yeah, what got, because, like, for me, it was lack of, like, creativity, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard, because I ramble every episode. But, like, once I realized I didn't have that, but I craved it, uh-huh. that, like, just, like, fueled me to get more of it. Yeah. So, like, was there, like, a thing for you that was just, like, boom? Was it, it was, it was, it was your schedule opening up? Well, yeah, so, honestly, I did improv for a long time, and I was, like, working at this nonprofit, which is, like, not creative at all, mm-hmm. um, and... No profit, no creativity. Yeah, no yeah. Money. And so I was like, and so I was doing improv, and then it like occurred to me that maybe I could do, 
because I loved improv so much. And I not I didn't think that could I could do improv for money. But like I did think, well, mm. is there something creative I could do? Wait, you're not making money doing improv? I did one time. Really? I made money one time. Mm-hmm. Okay, get into that. And that's like a check off my list. Like now I'm done. I don't well, How did you make money out of improv? It was um it was a show at Comedy Sports of course it was. Training Center. Of course that was. And we got we got I think we got like twenty bucks. Wow. For the in, like, the team got twenty bucks for doing the show, and we all like got ice cream afterwards. So like, we spent it all. But the fact is, I got paid to do improv. You got ice cream to do improv. Uh, no, I got paid to do improv, and you I got spent paid it on ice cream. Ice cream. I did not get paid in ice cream. Did you I got actually paid touch in the money? Did you get to touch the money? I didn't need to touch the money. So you didn't Jonathan. even touch the I money. I just there's knew no, there's, that it existed. There's no documentation. This is all. You're bullshit. upset that I got paid to do improv. I got. I've been paid to do improv. Have you? Yeah. How? I'm not telling the story. I don't want to. Ing- I can't incriminate anybody. This, this is a sixty to ninety minute podcast. You can ask me in minutes eighty nine through ninety. Okay. <laughs> you make it there for all. Are we there yet? No. How we are get- twenty four minutes. <laughs> when is my turn to ask question? You can ask a question whenever you want. Okay. How did you get paid to do improv? <laughs> I told you. In minute eighty nine. <laughs> you have to ask me eighty nine questions before you can ask me that question. Okay. What kind of? Oh, I already know what kind of show we use. What do you eat for breakfast? I'm learning breakfast. all these great questions from you. See, these are amazing questions. I know. Going on a date in a job interview, just throw it back at them. What mm-hmm. do you eat for breakfast? I gotta know what I'm getting into this company. <laughs> what kind of shampoo do you use? I don't be working for you. I gotta make sure that you don't have dandruff or like smell weird. Like, do you brush your teeth in the morning? Yeah. When? How many times a day do you brush your teeth? You should brush them when you get home. These are all good questions that I'm gonna ask you after the breakfast thing. You should okay. brush your teeth when you get home from work. Do you eat breakfast? You're avoiding question. <laughs> My lawyer says I can't talk about it. <laughs> you have a lawyer? What is your lawyer for breakfast? Yeah. I, um... So, that's so, it's funny because breakfast to me has never been like a thing. Interesting. But, like, I, there was a period of my life where I did, like, smoothies. Okay. And it was very fun, but it's like a hassle. Uh-huh. For one period, like, someone was making me a smoothie. So it was like... Uh-huh. It was very It was very low maintenance to be like, I have a smoothie now. Yeah. Um... And then that stopped, and then I was on my own. I was someone I was dating, mm-hmm. and then because she was a big smoothie like person, sure. So then we stopped dating, and then I was on my own. I'm like, I want to make that smoothie again. What's the recipe? Oh, it's this. Okay, perfect. So I would make it, but then it's like I'm the kind of person. So I have to be at work at eight thirty. Okay. Okay. I have to leave my house by eight fifteen to be there, like with enough time to clock in five minutes early, so I can leave five minutes early. So I have to leave by eight fifteen. I usually get out of bed around eight. But I set my alarm for 7.30. So I'm, I'm one of those. <clears throat> so there's no time yeah. to make a smoothie in a blender, clean the blender, yeah. and then, like, that's, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I am, I am snoozing. Um, might I recommend a ninja? Yes. Uh, that is something Anthony does, and he showed, he showed me because it has a cup. Change my life. Put it in the cup, mm-hmm. put the cup down, swap lids, you're good to go. You don't have to explain it to me. I do it all the time. I'm explaining it to the... We have other people. <laughs> not everyone is blessed Sometimes with I the forget. knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not even looking. You're talking like this to the mic. Yeah, you told me to do that. I'm just going to turn it a little bit, so that way we get some audio. Okay. I'm just... You know what I'm really surprised about? You didn't comment on the candle. I thought it was a nice touch. It's the, the only way I can get this room to not smell. I thought I wasn't supposed to talk about You're not! Stuff. I can't! It's my smell! <laughs> there goes the audio. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, so now that I know about that, I'm going to buy one of those. I just need to do a little research, make sure I get the one I want. It has the cup and the lid. Okay. And then I'll be doing smoothies. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been eating bagels lately. Okay. A plain... Interesting. Can, can, you, can, you, can you say that word for me? Bagel? Bagel. Some people say it differently. Bagel. 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 Like, like they, they like don't use the same A. How do you say um, the state in the uh, southeast, southeast? Texas. Southeasternmost corner. Most southeastern corner? Um, Florida? I am weird. I say it. Florida. 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 F-L-A-R-I-D-A. Yeah. How do you say tomorrow? Tomorrow. I accidentally sometimes say it uh, tomorrow. Like there's an A in there. Where are you from? I was born in Florida. Were you? And I grew up in Is Southern. that how they say it in Florida? Florida? Florida. Florida? Florida. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that's how they say it. That's how they say it. No, I don't think it That's is. how some of them say it. I don't think that's how they say it. You're not from Florida. <laughs> You're not but I've been there once. So <laughs> You've been there? You, you, didn't, no. you didn't catch the A At virus? Least five times. How I've do you say there. pillow? Pillow. <laughs> how do you say milk? <laughs> milk. People say, I don't, these are two, these are two I don't, I don't mess up. Palo? And milk with an E. I have heard milk. You know who says milk? Patrick Gantz. Okay. And you know what? Every time I, when I pointed it out, he milked it and just kept saying milk because he nice. knew it bugged me. See what he did there? Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're asking like the most uh, normal word words. How do I say them? How to say normal words? But I'm, the, I, have, I have reasons why. Like, it mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like saying, like, okay, cool, I'm sure we say it the same. Mm-hmm. This one word that only has one way to say it. Like, <laughs> there's different versions. Yeah. I say, I literally say Florida. And sometimes I say tomorrow. I have a little accent in me. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a northern accent when you're saying it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Like Jersey? Yeah. Well, that's... My family's from... If your family's from, like, Jersey or New York, you're basically from Florida. Like, it's the same people. Half my family's in Jersey and half my family's in Florida. Really? Oh, yeah. So you have accents from both. It's the same accent. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't think so. Where are you from? Here. Here. You're you're native. That is one thing in my travels that I've seen is you run into a lot of people who are from the place that you're at. Can you believe that? Like, people like live. I cannot believe that. I don't know why people would stay. Where they were born. I told you where I was born. I like meeting people who aren't from a place, but they moved to a place. Yeah, I wish, yeah, no, I, I wish I was one of those people. Where would you go? Somewhere bigger. Mm-hmm. Richmond's very small. Mm-hmm. I like that it's safe to bike here, though. It is, uh, more or less. One time, uh, no, I get yelled at all the time when I'm on my bike. That's because you're a woman. That is true. That is true. And Actually, I don't mean that to be like a negative thing. You don't, you never get yelled at on your bike? I have headphones. I ride with headphones exclusively. That's so illegal. Hmm? Okay. I just wanted to make sure that you... I bike, like, know. every day and nothing ever happens. Yeah. Not, like, saying, like, that's a good, good reason, but, like... Right. I know it's not allowed. Yeah. Okay. But I'm such a badass. <laughs> Come find me listening to my hipster music and air drumming while I bike. He's currently wearing a leather jacket, <laughs> and it's so hot. 
<laughs> it's very warm in here. I don't know why I'm <laughs> yeah, wearing this. He's sweating a this lot. Is, I, sweat, I, I sweat a <laughs> profuse amount already, but this is just not around. I can't take it off now. The smell would be atrocious. You couldn't escape that smell. And you wouldn't look cool, so. No, definitely not. The sunglasses make it hard to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was wondering about those, but I thought I wasn't supposed to say anything, so. You were not. And thank I you for not mentioning the mohawk. Yeah. It's kind of drooping a little bit. I figured it was like the shampoo you were using. Something <laughs> That's what like I was that. asking. Do you know a shampoo that is better for mohawks? Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just going to keep coming on my forehead. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I didn't. I don't have any advice for that. <sighs> but no, I was riding my bike and some woman rolled down her window and told me to get on the sidewalk. That's... That's stupid. Oh, actually, I got yelled at today. Really? Someone someone said, you need to get a helmet. You look real smart. You should get a helmet, you idiot. <laughs> or something like that. I was like, thank you. And she like, biked up, pulled up to Anthony because he's in front of me and shouted at him, too. And said the same Yeah. <laughs> You're too smart for that, you idiot. Okay. Yeah, I was... Oh, also, another time, I was on Lee Street, and you know how Lee Street, like... When you get to the prime part of Lee Street, it has a bike lane and a parking lane that nobody ever parks at, so you have, like, ample biking space. Mm -hmm. I was biking on that, and I had so much space, and no cars, also, no cars ever come. And I was biking on that, and I had a mess, like, a text message, so I was, like, texting and biking and whatever. And this girl bikes up next to me. She's, like, wearing a helmet and, like, a, like a little bike jacket. She's got, like, a reflector vest she, Oh, my God. She's, pads. like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's, like, has, she like, has elbow a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's ready she to She was bike. signaling. Yeah, yeah. She had, like, those, like, strap-in shoes. She had a blinker. She had one of those headbands with, like, a little mirror oh, yeah, on she had a mirror it. On Side mirrors on the oh, handlebars. Yeah. yeah. She had actual, like, like a brake light. Yeah. Yep. She was in it to win I've it. seen her. And she, like... <laughs> yeah. Tabitha. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's her. That's her. And she, like, bike past me and she's like you're not supposed to do that <laughs> i was like fuck you tabitha fuck you tabby yeah. you son of a bitch. and then she biked past me before i could say anything but what would i say i mean she she's geared, right she geared down and sped off yeah. you're eating her dust i just picture like a belly ring ring like passing you yeah. like slowly just like yeah. what is you know what bothers me a lot no well, well is, I don't. You said do you know. This has been a fruitless 30-minute conversation. <laughs> you didn't say do I want. I do want to know. I just don't know. Okay. Um, people who are biking who don't know how the gears work. <laughs> they, so they have like a, like a mountain bike, right? Mm-hmm. And they are just pedaling as fast as they can. We, like knees just going. And they're like barely like staying up because they don't know to change the gear. Have you ever seen that? No. I I guess because I lived in New Orleans for a little while, okay. and I was, like, in, like, the city area, so I saw people, like, riding stolen bikes mm-hmm. and, like, not knowing how they work. My other favorite was people who have drop people, have, like, they get a bike with drop bars, but they don't know how to ride drop, so oh. they, they flip them up and back, so now, like, the bars, instead of being, um, like, this, they're like that, and then, yeah. like, holding onto the drop bars, like, up, like, up high. It's really weird. It's just, like, you, you stole that bike. So anyone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing with their bike, like Anthony. That bothers you? It bothers me because it's just like, Anthony didn't know how to change gears on his bike. He's probably going to listen to this. He doesn't listen. And it's going to hurt his feelings. I love Anthony. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know. We, so had to, we, had, I, we figured it out together. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, okay. Well, I figured it out and told him. <laughs> Took me a minute. I was very confused for like 20 minutes and then I, I was like, oh, boop. Is it a, a complicated bike? It's just, you know the, the one, the drop bars that have like the squeezy brakes mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm, shift mm-hmm. by a... Uh, just a little switch. Okay. So okay. shift down, you have to like push the brakes in. Gotcha. You know what I'm talking about? No. Well, 
Alright, I'll show you next time I see Anthony's bike. I mean, I see, like, the hand gestures are helping a lot. So, yeah, brakes. I just, like, never have used... I don't I don't oh. really bike a lot of bikes. I just bike my own, and I know how it works. Yeah, you have a nice bike. Yeah. I don't like the, the wide handlebars. Okay. Because I fit... I like to, like, squeeze in between cars. Ah. I, uh... I'm, I'm reckless when I bike. Yeah, I noticed. It's hard following you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure I stay fast. <laughs> they won't let you wear the leather jacket if you're not fast. It's a club. Um, so what are your other go-to questions? That's about it. I had, um, well, because so I am always prepared for interviews, like very well prepared. And I had a list Obviously. of questions to ask you. I had a list of questions you can ask me. And I had a list of icebreakers. And then I said, you know what, Rachel, you prepare too much. You didn't bring any of it? I didn't bring any of it. And also, I forgot it. I didn't bring it, and I forgot it. And I it. forgot it. it. was the main reason. Do you remember anything on it? Um, well, most I got most of my icebreaker questions from Hinge. Ha! <laughs> 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 Ugh, my Hinge profile's a mess. Gretchen fucking <laughs> changed everything. For the better? It's all pictures of me and her, <laughs> which is a great, <laughs> which is great, great way to, like, attract people. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Girls any, love that. Girls love that. hundred <laughs> percent. My questions are um, uh, something like, "Can you figure out?" And then the answer, like the thing is, like, "Who do, who designed this profile?" Uh, I, my ideal first date used to be super funny, but now it's um, like, "I got to figure out if you're up to snuff." And then, thankfully, my favorite question, which was um, debate this, and then my topic of debate is knees are useless. Knees. Knees. Human knees. Human all knees. Why? Why? I'd like to see a debate on it. It's not a matter of why. I didn't say which side I believe in. That's my expectation. Has question. anyone said anything about it? Just, they just laughed at it. They're like, <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> I'm like, great, you totally get how this works. Yeah, cool. Okay. Cool. I love how lazy people are. <laughs> people are real lazy. Like, I like how Hinge, they're trying to like make you make that next, you yeah. have to like do some sort of effort. I listened to his podcast with a f- uh, founder of Hinge was on it and it was like really, the, the thought they put into it was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, people were just like, so bad. Things that make me happy. Uh, travel and sunshine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, me too. I hate traveling and sunshine. I like smiling. I like smiling. I think we did that. We did this the other day where it's just like my biggest fear is very scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my um, debate this. Debates are useless. Yeah. Debating's fun. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the other ones we had, but they were very funny. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, it's people are very lazy. Yeah, people and are also, lazy. People are also very bad at it. They're so bad at it. And when I say people, I... Definitely, including myself. Yeah. I, like, go back and look at old messages. And I'm just like, uh-huh. oh, my God, what was I doing? I just, like, don't care. I don't care. Yeah. But, like, I, like, try to, like, okay, this person's very cute. So I'm going to, I'm gonna like, try, I'm going to find something on the profile and ask them a question about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you put something on the profile, it's good, you know, to be talked about. So, like, this woman was, I think she had, like, something like, I have studied psychology in, in college. I'm like, oh, me too. Like, let's, that's something we can talk about. Mm-hmm. No, never get a response to this shit like that. And I'm like, I look back on it because you can scroll through your old shit and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm just cringing at myself right now. Like nothing I ever send is like good. Yeah. That's why I'm just like so bored with it. It's so awkward. Online dating is very awkward. Online dating is awkward, but then like you see, like, uh, I talked about this. It's so funny. One of the reasons why I changed my format, mm-hmm. um, there was a three episode stretch where I was just, I had three uh, white dudes on and it just felt so whiny. 
because <clears throat> it was on the topic of like, I don't know how to approach people to talk to them, to mm-hmm. get to meet them. So that's why I do online dating. Because you can't, you can't just go up to somebody and be like, I think you're well, cute Well, you don't or know if they're single or not. That's true. But also, you also don't know if they want to be talked to. True. Like, there's a, like a whole... Yeah. There's like 50, 50 t-shirts of consent. You have to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. figure out if it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably not okay. Like, mm-hmm. based on like what I know. So it's like, I just can't talk to anybody and I can't mm-hmm. meet anybody in person. Yeah. And then you hear like old geezers or whatever, or people who are like 30 mm-hmm. and they're like, back in my day or whatever, like shit like that. Like, oh, dating's stupid. I'm just like, yeah. how else do you know somebody wants to talk to you? Yeah. But then you get lazy people like that. So that was what that whole stretch of episodes was about. I'm like, as much as I believe this, it just sounds like I'm complaining. And it sounds like terrible content. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Because I used to talk about dating a lot. Okay. I used to. The first. Because you, you listened to some early ones, didn't you? Uh-huh. So you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. We get into like the relationship portion of the show. Yeah. Because that's what Pete Holmes talked about. And anything Pete Holmes talked about, You're I talked talk about, about, basically. Except I for, also learned that from listening to your earlier podcast. What, um... That's so funny because you you listen to like a lot of the earlier ones. I I listen to some. I mean, because I was trying to prepare. Really? Well, I just want to know what it was all about. So, okay. So, what was your? um, Because I want the question I want to ask is like, what do you see that's changed? Like, what do you? What are the big things you like? That's different. I didn't expect that. Well, it's shorter. Now it is, of course. Yeah. I mean, about me. I've grown so much from that first episode. You've done. um, You're getting better. They're very shorter because that was a big complaint I had. Mm. Plus, it was really hard to do two-hour episodes. Two, yeah. two hours minimum. Yeah. I've gotten close, but that's like probably just because it was going well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what else? Um, you're more relaxed. I am? Mm-hmm. I didn't seem relaxed? No, you always said. I don't know what, I don't know what you want me to say. We've listened, I guess you haven't, the last one you listened to you said was Aaron's. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was more, well, it was also more structured. They seemed like more like, like, uh, like well developed rather than just like, I mean, they were always, I don't know. I listen, I've only listened to a few. Yeah, we listened to earlier ones and yeah. you've, you've listened to at least half of this, I'm assuming. To half of what? This episode. This is how they are now. Just nonsense. Yeah. And a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so you found improv. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk about your podcast some more? We can. What do you, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about whatever it's you want. It's your hour. It's your hour. I am uncomfortable I talking about myself. So Then why did you agree to do a show where it's about <laughs> you? I get that vibe, and I'm here to, like, make it easier, but, like, that's the point. People are not listening to hear about me. They're listening to hear about you. Right. We've, we've gone all over the place the first half hour. Okay. People are like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, okay. Are we trying to, are we, so we're trying to, like, rein it back in? I don't know. I tried to give you, like, an out, and you didn't take it, so now I'm fucking, okay. You no, know. go ahead. No, go, no, 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 you missed it. No, no, no. I would, no it's too, it's it's too late. Delete this part, and then... I'm not start. editing. I'm not editing this. <laughs> this is not being edited. You have not said anything worth an edit. No way. <laughs> No way. That is so rude. So, what was your um, first triumphant moment? In improv? In improv. Um, that's a good question. I, do, I don't know my first one, but I do remember one time I was doing the lab, and I was in a set, and I had a couple of scenes... And they went well. And then, like, my next scene, I just came out 
and like just like started I like said I did like I forgot what I was doing I think I was like start I like was laughing or whatever it was like as part of my like bit and the audience like started laughing with me like and I realized I had won them over like I realized I like I had done so well in the first couple of scenes that they were like they knew whatever I was gonna do was gonna be good. They were, and on, like, they were on board for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I like started doing a thing, and they started laughing at the thing, which wasn't even. They were just laughing. Yeah, they were just laughing because of what I was doing, and I like realized I had won them over, and that was such a, such a like winning moment for me. Oh wow, that that is a big moment. I know. Sure. Yeah, I was like winning over the audience. I'm I'm more impressed that you had more than three scenes in a lap set. Well, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> must have been That's short the scenes. Other thing. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It was a stage hog, maybe. <laughs> no, that's a uh, that's a really cool moment because that's like a that's a big deal, mm-hmm. especially like early on mm-hmm. when you're like, oh fuck, I'm on stage, no one's, no one's laughing. Mm-hmm. To hear laughing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, what was your like? What was your like pinnacle moment when you, um, you when I made Pyro laugh on stage? Really? I hadn't even done my one-on-one showcase yet. You'll hear the story. I talk about it all the time. I did Pajra Plus One. Okay. When it was in the refinery. On, when, the, when the refinery was on Sundays. Um, oh, rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace for sure. Damn. I was in a lot of those. Um, but I, I got a text from Clatterbuck, mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, my potential stage time tonight. I'm like, a word. I'm, I'm, I was actually drunk. <laughs> Perfect. I was wine drunk, and I was nearby, and I'm like, I'm going to walk to the theater. So I walked to the theater, sat down, and he said, Pajra was like, I need one person to come on stage. So me and two of the people raised their hand, and I got picked somehow. And I was very nervous because, again, still in one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go on stage. We, he asked me my favorite song, and I panicked. I just picked a song that I really liked, but, like, it wasn't my favorite. And I was just, like, so upset. <laughs> and then, um, then we, started, we started doing the scene. And it was, just like, uh, very weird at first. I was very, I was very afraid. Um, but then, I, yeah, I made him laugh. I feel like... Because that shows about caring people who like don't know improv or like aren't good or whatever it is. I don't mm-hmm. know what the point is, but it was a moment where he realized that like it looked like it looked to him like, like oh well maybe I don't have to like carry this whole thing by myself. Oh yeah. Oh, so nice. he he laughed and relaxed a little bit. Yeah. And I I was of course dying laughing at my own joke, um, and I felt I I just remember being relaxed after that and yeah. feeling like I can do this. Nice. And the rest of it was fine. Like yeah. he did like a quick cutaway to like a like cut to and then cut right back. And I was like, didn't miss a beat. And I was just like, I can totally do this. And then that was that my most triumphant moment. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I don't think I've ever had the only other moment I could think of that I've had that was triumphant was there's a couple, but one, the other one I'll tell is like the one of the first detective shows. It was like during a student showcase, so it was sold out. But like standing room, like you know the side by the like staircase, mm-hmm. full. Really? Water fountain full. Mm-hmm. Bar full. And we crushed it. And walking off stage, because it was like a snowy night, so the whole room was like sweaty and gross. Walking off like in a sea of people, just feeling like, like the coolest I've ever felt. Yeah. Such a great moment. That is a good feeling when you've had a good show, and then you're like walking through the crowd, and you're like, I just did. I'm like, I just did that. <laughs> yeah, I I'm did like, that. Yeah, yeah. Those you're, sounds you heard? You all saw me. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> saw me out there? Yeah. You did? Ah. <laughs> Um, Has anyone... Okay, here's a question. Has anyone recognized you outside of 
the theater? Three times. Wow. Two of them were right after a show, so really like on broad. Okay. Like going to my car. Like, okay. hey, great job. Okay. One time I was by Black Hand. I was hanging out with Katie. Uh-huh. We were, we were doing her episode. And I think they recognized Katie. Oh, okay. But I was with Katie and I was also in the show that Katie was in. Uh-huh. What was it? What was I thinking? Okay. Okay. So I think he recognized Katie. However, she's like, no, no, you were there. And I'm like, you're being nice. And I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was, okay, okay. that was, those are the only times I've been recognized. Yeah. How about you? Uh, one time I was at, I, so I used to work at Crossroads, um, the coffee shop, and I was like filling this water bowl for this dog, and this woman was like, The dog recognized me. The dog me. knew who I was. <laughs> Rachel? Yeah. What? And he started talking. It was so weird. And he kept like trying to pretend to bark like I didn't already, <laughs> yeah, I didn't already so hear weird. him talk. I did a ton of drugs earlier, so I think that was like related. But yeah, but he, he saw me. <laughs> yeah, but he knew who I was. No, this woman, I was like filling up this dog, like the water bowl for her dog, and she was like, Oh, I saw you at the, on the, at the coalition on Saturday. You did a really good job. And it's just like, it like made, I mean, it made like my entire life. I was like, I was like, so. To be recognized? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The day I get recognized on the street for this podcast. Oh, yeah. That. But nobody knows what you look like. If they follow Producers Cast on Instagram, they know. Yeah. It's like a thousand selfies. Yeah. I hate taking selfies. God, it's the worst. Yeah. They are awful. They my, are. Have you ever read the caption on the, the Producers Instagram page? No. Do you even follow Producers Instagram page? Um, no. Well, get your phone out. Let's do it right now. Come on. Follow, okay. read the captions to the people. You have to cry the whole time. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> no, I am always surprised. Even, I, I'm genuinely surprised that people even listen to the show. But also, like, I do not expect people to listen to the show. Yeah. How many people do you think are going to listen to mine? You'll get, a, you'll get 100 downloads. Do you want the Piedmont to follow you? I want all of them to follow me. I think I'm following all of them on... Uh... Do you want Boomer Magazine to follow you? Yeah. Look at all these selfies. They're all selfies. Look, did you read the bio? Uh, it's more than just an archive of my bad hairstyles. Yes. Yeah, but with, this, with the new shampoo... The, half of those are with the new shampoo, Rachel. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. Oh, I okay. just... I don't... I don't... I'm not naturally a hairstylist of uh-huh. my own hair. No, neither am I. That's why my hair is short, because I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how to be like a. Grown-up. I don't know. Yeah. But um, we have the same struggle. I suppose what? We have to run multiple successful Instagram accounts. Oh yeah. Piedmont. It's very different. Producers. I know. Boomer Magazine. Day to day life. Detective. It's so. Rachel. <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> just. Just the same. We're exactly the We're same. The we go. We have the same, same amount of followers. <laughs> same amount of like exposure. The cloud score is exactly the same. Yeah. Can we, can we can we talk about the word clout? I would love to. Do you know what that word means? I. I do know what that. Word you means. don't know. What it I means. do know what it means. What does it mean? It means like uh, stature. On. Just like having having clout, having stature, having like. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was specifically for social media. Clout? Yeah. No. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, I thought clout, it was... You can have clout elsewhere. Oh. I, I... Who's DJ who? Like, <laughs> 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 Whose podcast is this? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who's the host? What is this called? What would you call a podcast if you made a podcast? Um, I would probably... 
I don't know what I was. I don't you are supposed to be an improviser. I wasn't expecting that question at all. I prepared for a lot of other questions and not that one. And I don't know what they were. I can't ask you them. If I don't know what they if are. If I had a podcast, I would name it the other producers. <clears throat> it would be just as <laughs> just as hard to find. <laughs> I couldn't have picked more obscure terms, <laughs> and you could not have picked more more obscure terms. Yeah. The other producers. You can do better. Yeah, I don't think so. Than the other producers. Yeah, no, that's that's what I would go with. That's a really good name. The producers? The other producers. <laughs> you just you were just missing the one five letter word. Just five little letters. Two vowels. It would have a lot of clout. Uh, I think you can miss a doctor for that. Doesn't it sound like that though? Gout. You're thinking of gout. Oh, yeah. clout. I'm thinking of clout. Yeah, but our our social media gout is definitely good. Mm-hmm. Do you do Twitter too? I do. I'm not very good at it. Do you do Twitter? I that was my favorite for a while, but it's just so into the void. Oh yeah. I'm not saying that Instagram isn't, but like Well, Instagram isn't. Because you can I mean you can like I guess it's different, but you can, you generally just follow your friends. I have separate accounts for different things. Yeah. I have like a meme account, like a sports account. Yeah. But like yeah. I, I genuinely care what my friends are posting. Uh-huh. I don't care what they're tweeting. Because I have a lot of friends who tweet just incessantly. Yeah. And then some of them are good. Some of them like like Katie. Like Katie's a great tweeter. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't have time to read them all. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just, there's no interaction. When I tweet, it's like three, like two, three likes. Yeah. And it's, if, from, it's from the Tom and Jake. Uh-huh. Yeah. If I'm lucky, I'll get like a like or two. Yeah. But like on Instagram, you get like 17 likes. If I'm lucky, I'm getting like, yeah, 50 likes. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> totally same. Yeah, all right, right. I think I, I think I talked about this with Pete. I talked about I drunkenly talked about uh, how many likes I got on different things uh-huh. with somebody. I think it was Pete because he came after a different, uh, someone else. But like, um, I don't get I don't get that much love on Instagram. I have like three hundred yeah. followers and I get like twenty likes per like picture. Maybe nobody likes your hair. I don't post a lot of myself oh. on my main one. Oh. I don't like taking selfies. Yeah. Oh, the producer's one gets way less love. Yeah. Got like 10. I feel bad. Sean's got like seven. Oh. Sorry, Sean. I'll, I'll like it. I'll like it. I'll, on all I'll three like accounts. It. Get the double yeah. digits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. So, yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll you help you just out. go like, like all 55 mm-hmm. posts. Don't worry. Yep. You just got three more likes on every photo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you didn't like it even before? You weren't even following the account. Of course not. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you. Okay, so have you ever, um, have you ever like posted something on Instagram or Facebook and then not gotten that many likes, and so you deleted it because I didn't get likes? Uh-huh. You have. Um, I've <clears throat> not, but I've thought about it. I've archived posts that I was like, I wouldn't post this today. Mm-hmm. That's as close as I've gotten to the deleting stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I've never been like, <clears throat> this got four likes. Delete. Yeah. Because I feel like... <clears throat> um, actually, a lot of uh, my cat pictures get like minimal likes. Really? Yeah. Maybe nobody likes your cat. Nobody likes my cat. I like your cat. He's that's, very friendly. That's Millie. It's Matthew's cat. Oh. I'm sorry, I didn't know the difference. That's fine. The cats. It's fine. So this this one got 13. That's a cute pick. It's okay. Are you kidding me? It's a cat. <laughs> so what, what, what dumb shit do you post about then? <laughs> Whatever. We only got we only got six minutes left. So do you want my? 
Do you want do you want three more likes on that cat photo? Fuck off. <laughs> Cutting it a hard sixty. Tight sixty. Okay. Six minutes. Get it all out while you can. <laughs> okay, so what what um <clears throat> what were you hoping for out of this podcasting experience? Um I was hoping that you could get to know me better. Yeah, this is not happening. <laughs> Um, okay, here, this is my favorite question to ask people, because... Is it the breakfast question? Damn it. I already <laughs> asked that one? <laughs> Fuck. Um, uh, oh, what do you have for lunch? <laughs> I had Don't answer that! I don't even know! <laughs> you were there! You had weird cauliflower. I know, it wasn't like, that good. It um, smelled the friedness. I was, tried to give you some. I don't like cauliflower. I, it wasn't that good. What are we having next? Um, I feel like we should split one. Oh, like oh, oh, yeah, whatever you want. Um, you want to put this? Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> what is this? It's an October pass. I don't know what that means. It's still cold. What is an October? I can't believe it's so cold. It's a lot lagger. What's a lagger mean? It's that Florida thing. <laughs> so they call lagers. Do you want me to explain? Florida. Beer. <laughs> yeah, honestly, sure. I don't know that much about beer. You don't? I've only been drinking for like a year and a half. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, the short of it is... Oh, okay. We're not going into it? Okay. So it's like a short story. So we're like not going to delve into it. Because it's like a long podcast, you know, so we're not... Uh-huh. I don't know if we were... Is that not allowed on the show? I just thought that we were ha- we were going to... Have a real conversation and like have like... Short stories. Actually and talk about... Actual... Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to tell a short story, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. to tell like a real short. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to tell it now. Jeez. Just have the log here. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a twist on it. Okay. All right, so, you, <laughs> so you've only been drinking for a year and a half. A year and a half. I had to um, go to therapy um, to be okay with alcohol. Were you raised religious? I was not. Really? My biological father was an alcoholic. Oh. So I was like, oh, that's going to be me. Don't ever do that. Alcohol is terrible. Yeah. Everything, everything, everything about it is extremely terrible. And well, just, did you, were you raised around that? No. Oh. My family didn't drink. My mom, like, I, my mom has never gotten drunk around me. Really? Never. She's never had more than, like, one drink. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, so the fact that I'm drinking now, like, weirds her out. Really? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never, and then, like, my stepdad, I have, like, a beer every now and then, but, like, it's, like, Bud Light Lime mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it was never really a thing. And I grew up in St. George, Utah, so okay. that was a thing. But, like, I didn't go to any of the places where kids were rebelling or whatever. Yeah. I was like, what? I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I was in a relationship, and she had, like, a really healthy relationship with alcohol. And it was like, it used to make me uncomfortable. Like, just the sight of a beer. Yeah, yeah. I would just get, like, angry. Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah, like, why is that here? Uh-huh. Why is that here? Um, so, yeah, then I got over it, basically, I guess. Is the short story. Started getting drunk a lot. Wow! <laughs> wow! I feel attacked as I sip on this lager. I was just asking. Mm. I thought we were that splitting the- that. You said, should we split one? Fuck you. <laughs> you can have some if you want. Is yours even done? Yes. You can... There. I'll put it like right there. I'm not, I'm not wasting glasses on you. I cannot do dishes. <laughs> Drink from the carton. I feel very welcome right now. Fuck yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I saying? Um, I don't get. Do you think I get drunk that much? No, no. I was just, I was just kidding, and then you got really offended. I'm very offended because I drink <laughs> a lot. 
I do this podcast a lot, and people, yeah. I get, like, there was one week where it was, like, so, like, Friday we'll drink, and, like, Saturday we'll, like, go out and drink, and then, like, I think it was uh, Labor Day, so Sunday we drank, and then uh, we got, like, day drunk. Uh-huh. So it was, like, a big weekend of drinking, right? Yeah. And then I did the podcast on Tuesday. Uh-huh. I believe. It might have been the week before. Just, like, a lot. Just, like... Not like, oh, I'm going to get drunk every night this week. Mm-hmm. But then it was just like, you know, like Sean brought this like bum wine and it was real, real fun. Mm-hmm. And then Harrison brought vodka. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's normal. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's not normal for me, though, that's what I'm saying. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're still getting used to it, uh, being like a normal part of your life. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay with it, but mm-hmm. like. There's just some aspects that aren't the same. When yeah. did you start drinking? Uh, honestly, when I was like 21. I wasn't a big drinker when I was like prior. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen, ever seen you drunk. Yes, you have. You just didn't know. I'm also 30, so I'm better at like controlling it. You're 30? <laughs> and 30. I yeah. had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that a lot. Okay, well, I have every idea. <laughs> I've seen your birth certificate. <laughs> I've seen your license. <laughs> I was there when you were born. Like. Yeah. I remember, I remember 88. When you were negative four. <laughs> negative three and a half. Oh, okay. Sorry. Come on now. I was there. I was watching. Cool. I was watching. I, was, I know your mother. She's great. We have brunch right? all the time. Oh, cool. Tell um, I said hi. <laughs> tell, tell my mom I said hi. Just let her know. Yeah. Um, I wonder if my mom listen, listens to the show. I think she's listened to a couple. Really? I think so. I think she'll cool. listen to my episodes. Yeah. My mom is like my biggest fan. If I ever post a blog post or whatever, she's like posted all over Facebook. Oh, that's nice. It's like, look at this nice thing my daughter did. Is she gonna listen to this? Are you gonna hide it from her? Uh, I mean, I I would ch- I would let her listen to it. Yeah, there's not, there's, it's mostly me. Yeah, which <laughs> I hate. You 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 did not come to share. Really? You did not. One hundred percent. I thought I was doing a great job You're doing of sharing. Terrible job. Really? What have we talked about? Go ahead and list it all off. What have we talked about? We talked about how much you like drinking. Mm-hmm. We have talked about me a ton. What, what have we talked about? Everything. You know my entire life. I'm serious. No, honestly though, I don't talk about myself that much. I don't. I don't like it's not like I'm not like a private person. I just like don't talk about myself that much. Okay, we need to. Okay, I don't. We know. have crossed. We have crossed the one hour mark. So we got about thirty ish minutes left. Or whenever you want to stop. Uh-huh. I know you want to get to minute 89 to find out what kind of breakfast I like. <laughs> or whatever the question was. But, um... Yeah, I forget the question. So, you got 29 minutes to fill, and it's all going to be about you. Because okay. I've just indulged. I, I feel like I've talked about myself a lot. Um, here's what we know. Um, in first grade, you wrote books. Uh-huh. Like, these were book things. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> they felt cool. Uh-huh. And then, like, 20 years later... You took an improv class because you had got out of a relationship. Yeah. And you liked it. And uh-huh. you had a moment of triumph where you <laughs> felt cool at the lab. Yeah. And then you went to Europe. And you quit Long story short, I went to Europe. Long story short, I went to Europe, <laughs> quit your job. And you became a writer for different things. Yeah. And you have three different Instagram accounts. Uh-huh. All of which are popular. Exactly. That's like your main one. Literally all there is to know about. There's so much more. <laughs> no, I, I I didn't realize that that was how little I had shared. That is, that is not a lot. Yeah. You did not share a lot. I know. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't know why. I just don't talk about myself that much. Typically, other than the fact that I have a podcast, I don't like to do that either. Yeah. It just feels like, I don't know, like... I remember one of the things that you do in 201 is like a cafe scene. Uh-huh. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Like that was a, that was a big help for me doing mm-hmm. that because I just wouldn't talk about myself. Mm-hmm. Even now, it's like, like I def- see fucking doing it again. Also, being on a podcast, I feel like I have to fill the air. So I'm, yeah. I will talk about myself if I have to. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not just going to force you to talk about yourself. But I'll say this. I don't like to bring up the fact that I have a podcast or um, do improv. Uh-huh. The people don't like know that. And I feel like it's weird. And I feel like that's that's where you are, but with everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, now I'm abandoning <laughs> filling the air. <laughs> do you want me to fill the air? Hell yeah. Well, what should I say? What, um, hmm. You already know everything about me. What is, uh, when you approach a creator project, Uh what's like, what motivates you to do that? Um, mostly a requirement. No. What do you mean? Like a creative project? Anything. Doing improv, doing a writing thing, doing this, doing that, whatever it is. Like, oh, you know what? Here's a question: How do you approach a creative project? How do you like when you're doing? That's not a question for me. That's a question for you. (laughs) That that was my next question. Oh, okay. What motivates you, and then how how do you how do you attack things? Um. So you know what has actually helped me, and this is going to sound really weird, but when I'm writing and I don't feel like writing, because you know, obviously, like I have I write all day long, so like I have, and like sometimes I'm not in the mentality to do it. But you know what helps a lot is this, like, this website I found. It's called Cafe. Well, this is, I started listening to this, like, this website called Coffitivity, and it's just background noises of um, people, like, people talking in the, like, in a coffee shop. And I, like, put that in my headphones, and I just, like, write to the sound of people talking in the background. And it's so weird. Like, it's so weird saying that out loud. But it is wildly helpful. So if you're ever, like, in trying to do something creative, I would highly recommend doing that. What's the website? Coffitivity. But also, like, there's other websites, like Cafe Sounds. Like, it's been statistic. Like, there's studies that prove that it actually helps creativity. Just hearing the sounds of, like, people talking. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, hearing what they're saying, but... Mumbles. Yeah. Yeah, and like, like you're I at a always busy if, shop. If I have to work, if I have like a lot to do at home, I always go to a coffee shop or like somewhere public because it just helps me when there's other people around, like other stuff going on. Because you got to separate your home from your like, yeah, which I is can't. weird because I have a studio, but like, yeah, um, but definitely like if I like when I do a lot of like my editing or, or whatever, if mm-hmm. I don't have to be at home, I'm not at home. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go go somewhere else. I go yeah. into Sugar and Twine today to like prep for the next week of episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's so helpful, like, being <clears throat> elsewhere. It's, like, removing yourself from the space. Yeah, because this is, I guess you're, like, that was one of the things, because I have, like, an office now, so, like, one of the things that I intended to do with my space was make my bedroom, like, a place for relaxation. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. like, your bed and, like, your clothes or whatever, but, like, never, no screens mm-hmm. other than, like, your phone when you bring it in or, like, your laptop, whatever, but, like, because I'm, like, I'm not crazy, I'm not, like, a no screen in my room kind of person, but, like... No, like, built-in screens. No monitors, no TV. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of what you're, I think you're getting at. Uh-huh. Okay, so when you do, other than other than that, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like, based on what you've told me, a lot of the things that you're probably doing are kind of, I don't want to say the same, but, like, kind of the same. Like, you're not, maybe you have, like, a new project and do, like, thing to write about or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like... Mm-hmm. You're still writing all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be, like, methods that you have, like, ways that you know, like, you can do your job during. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some things that help influence your creative process? And I still want to hear about your motivation. Because you don't... You, I feel like obligation is true. Yeah. But, like... 
I feel like obligation makes you do the day to day. Yeah. But like what makes you like do it? Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, so like when I, when I blog, it's mostly just a lot of times it's things that like frustrate me and I just turn them into, um, something funny. So like if something bad happens to me, I'll write a story, like I'll write a blog post about it, but like turn it into a funny thing. Mm -hmm. Um, or like, so one time I wrote a blog post about when Trump got elected, I wrote a blog post about like why this is a positive thing that Trump is getting elected. And so I wrote like, I mean, it was like totally satire, but it was just like all these great reasons that he should be our president. And it actually like went mildly viral because like people that I didn't know were reading it. And, um, that was one of the most, that was the biggest hit that like my blog has ever gotten was when I wrote that. But like, it was like, it was very helpful to me. It was like mild. It was like kind of therapeutic to me because I was like so upset about the election. So it like sort of helped to like put it out there in a satirical form. Um, so that's one motivation. Definitely. I feel like that's kind of a, I noticed this and I don't think you'd mind if I kind of call him out on it. Matthew, uh-huh. uh, my roommate and one of my favorite people, Matthew, he, if I spend the day with him uh-huh. and I watch him do a set, he will reference things during from his day or problems that he's going through. Yeah. He'll bring them up on stage. Yeah. Or he'll anything like if something is on stage and he knows someone, for example, like I was a kicker in college and stuff. Uh-huh. He brought that up on stage the other night. We were on stage together. Like, oh yeah, I'm a kicker or whatever. Because it was a football scene. Like, it turned out to be like that. But like, he'll, he'll bring stuff yeah. onto the stage and not in a bad way, but like in a way that's just like similar mm-hmm. where it's like, that's how you kind of process things. And I'm not just talking about like, oh, things, facts, but it's like, if he's going through something, he'll bring yeah. it, he'll bring yeah. it on stage. He's very in touch with himself and himself as like a vessel for like a performance. Yeah. And I, I really see that. And I, I see that with what you're saying. And uh-huh. I'm just like, I, I love that. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're feeling like a particular emotion, I know I'll, I'll lean towards that specific emotion okay. or it'll heighten all the other ones. Like the other day I was like very angry and I did like, angry improv yeah mm-hmm. did it help it was slightly therapeutic i don't know i'm very i'm very aware of using the stages like therapy mm-hmm. don't do that right don't do that i know it's that therapeutic not, not therapy. therapy yeah that was a big that was a big uh, point that was driven home when uh when i started when i started on the, 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 the detective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like yeah i love i love that that's a thing it's not just like a uh a long-standing fire. It's like day to day. Yeah. A lot of what's going on and whatever the project's about. I think that's definitely, uh, should be a huge motivation mm-hmm. for any kind of project. Mm-hmm. What, um, <clears throat> what about some kind of long-standing motivation? What do you mean? Any kind of like fire in your stomach that's been going for a while, like prove somebody wrong or like, I've been wanting to do this forever or like something yeah. Like real and vulnerable. I mean that you're definitely not going to share. <laughs> I mean, if you This have... show was founded on vulnerability. Well, what do you want me to be vulnerable about? No, I answer the question. If there's an answer. I mean, the like political climate is making me very fired up, but I don't want to talk about politics. Definitely not. So. <laughs> this is a, this is a definitely a liberal leaning show. Yeah. But no. I won't. I won't commit to anything more than that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get emails, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, 
No, I mean, I will say, like, it's very helpful, like, making fun of politics. Sure. In, like, the do you do a like, lot with, like, politics? No, but just, like, in the form of, like, the Piedmont and just, like, making fun of local politics and stuff like that. That is helpful. Sure. Um, kind of pointing out how, like, fucking stupid it is. Some and, like, shit's stupid. Going on. Yeah, but, um. What's the story behind your nose piercing? I got it when I was 18. You just had it ever since? And I've had it ever since. Is that the same one you've had since, uh, for 12 years? No, I had, like, a little stud. When did you get the ring? A few years ago. Just feeling badass. I did it. I feel like I should give you the leather jacket. <laughs> Do you mind passing it off? Okay. <laughs> oh, you look so different. Yeah. Thank you so much. Here's the glasses. <laughs> and the mohawk, please, if you don't mind. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate it. Can I have your product? Callbacks. Um, okay, so um, I have a question for you. So far, am I your favorite guest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. I thought so. That yeah. was my goal. That was my one goal for That was your one goal. Oh, you had no other goals other than to be my favorite guest. I had no other goals. We haven't gotten through that much beer. That's a look. Damn, okay. I'm just saying. Do you want more beer? Would that make me your favorite guest? <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. There's plenty of beer here. Mm-hmm. And a LaCroix. And a LaCroix. Do you pronounce it LaCroix? Mm-hmm. I pronounce it LaCroix. Really? I think that's how you're supposed to pronounce it, but you yeah. sound douchey. That's how I was told. That's the first time I ever heard it. LaCroix. 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 Some, I have somebody in my life, I genuinely do not remember who they are, who calls it LaCroix. <laughs> Probably for their benefit, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think anyone, like, really thinks it's pronounced that way. No, they genuinely do. No, like, they That don't. was a giant topic of conversation. Really? Hmm? You know, my mom pronounces croissant. 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 Yeah, how'd you know? Because I've seen Matt TV. You hang out with her. Oh. Your mom's on Matt TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. What's the biggest creative compliment you've received ever? Oh, my God. Actually, I... This week, I got quoted twice. I've never been quoted before. Okay. Tell, I tell last, okay. So last weekend, I went to a play at the fire, at Firehouse Theater, mm-hmm. and I like I was invited, like media invite. And Ooh, I know, I know. Okay. Well, okay, that happens pretty often, but like, I got invited. At a moment. No, it's... <laughs> I got invited to, to do... Really, it's not even a compliment, because they just want us to do... Stories about them. Yeah, exactly. So it's not even like. But they don't invite everybody. I didn't get an invite, and I have a show. I would have let you come with me. Well, next time. Okay, you can come to the next media invite. I guess. I'll, I'll as soon as I can. I'll just plop down and do an hour with somebody. Okay. <laughs> hey, can I interview you real quick? <laughs> yeah. Come on over. You can't leave it. You can't leave yet. We haven't even opened the beers yet. Yeah. Put <laughs> like two PBRs from my bag. Let's get drunk. Come on. Come on. <laughs> So you went to the Fire Theater. I wrote. uh, So I saw a play they did, and I wrote a review on it. And the writer slash co director um, emailed me the next, like two days later, and asked if he could pull quotes from my article or from my review for hit for media or for um, like marketing purposes. Promotional purposes. Was it? I I thought. I, I guess I thought all the writing you did was satire. No. 
Not for Boomer Magazine. Okay, That's like my job. It was like my full time. Oh, okay, okay. Um, So that was a huge compliment. And I said, absolutely. What were the quotes? Do you remember? No. But also, he did mess it up a little bit. And I was kind of frustrated. I was like so flattered, but like a little bit frustrated. Because he fucked up. Yeah. Can I eat... Can I use your joke? And then he tells it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Can I but wear like Can bit. I wear your leather jacket? And then she wears it wrong. <laughs> Am I supposed to put my arms through the sleeves? That is the point of a jacket. Ow! I thought it looked cooler. Like, no, tied around to, my shoulder. You're supposed to... Okay. <laughs> and what was the other one? Um, so then, uh, a couple of days ago... I was on Boomer's Twitter. I run Boomer's Twitter. Oh my god, no way. I don't want to I don't want to brag, but I do that. And so I was on Boomer's Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. And I will. And I someone have a lot of I went to Raleigh for for a work trip. Like I had to like write about the town of Raleigh and someone from the tourism um organization <laughs> quoted quoted one of my uh, sentences from the article. She was like, "She's she was like, this is from Rachel Marsh of Boomer Magazine, and she's so right. This is exactly what Raleigh's like." And then she quoted what I said. What did you say? I said something about how Raleigh is like if someone moved from the South to Manhattan, but still made apple pies and dropped the occasional y'all. Because, like, Raleigh is very, like, a built-up city, but it's, like, still very down-to-earth, like, friendly. Mm-hmm. I threw it, I Anyways, through it. I wrote it very... I wrote it better than what I just said. Yeah, that was terrible. It was really bad. I would never quote that. <laughs> I'm actually going to edit that out. And I'm going to, like, edit you saying something completely different in. Probably just, like... How the quote was, and then, like, me going... And then, like... That's great. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Glad they use that. You're such a good writer. <laughs> so great. So great. Um, cool. Uh, Can you like edit it as me saying exactly what the what the quote was? So that no. I, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do that when we're done. We're gonna go. Ahead. I'm not editing that. <laughs> I'm not doing any editing on this episode. You have not earned an edit. Fuck no. What um. What's the biggest creative compliment you've gotten? Oh, man. The Piedmont volume on Instagram? That's not a creative thing. That's my personal Instagram account. Um, I've gotten a couple, and they're all, like, improv-related. I can think of two that are, like, ah, that still stick with me. I was in part of a workshop, and at the end of the workshop, he made a circle up, and you had to turn to the person to your right and give them, like, a compliment Mm -hmm. based on the workshop. So I went first... I said something generic, but true. Mm. But, like, I didn't really, like, I wasn't going to dig deep. Which, by the way, I still need to get my 401 compliment from you. I'm going to do that live. Fuck yeah. I'm glad I remembered. This is great. So, um, I'm going to write that down because I will forget. I will forget. Oh, man. This is, this is worth the wait, you guys. I'll explain in a minute. Okay. Improv. It's so funny that you think you're going to get that. <laughs> so, um, so it goes around the circle, and then I think uh, Ben Brunel, is that his last name? Uh-huh. He was next to me, and so he gave me, and he his was even related to the workshop. He's like, I've seen you on stage a lot. With cool glasses. Oh. I didn't mean to put words. <laughs> what did he say? What? I want to know what he said. 
he said he's seen me a lot and he really appreciates how like nothing ever phases me. Like oh. people can throw whatever they want at me and I'm always like, yeah, cool. Yeah. And I was just like, first of all, like, that's a compliment. Like that's reaching back because uh, I've introduced myself to him four times as like, you were the first person I ever did improv with. And he forgot me every time until like we did a workshop in a class together. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so that was like very big to me. That was like, wow. Like someone actually like, that was the first time I ever got like a real compliment about like my impro- improvising. Yeah. That was around second best time. <clears throat> and then, uh, I took a class, a two one class, I took that again. Um, and this was like this past session. It's like very recent. Mm. And we did these, uh, kind of like the hot seat with 401, but it was mm. more of like an anonymous thing where you write it down and you get an envelope full of like notes. Oh. And one of them was says, one of them said like something along the lines of like, you never made me feel like I'm a new person. Like you never made me feel small. And that was like, Oh, that like makes me feel really good about myself. Yeah. Cause I was just like, I don't know. I've definitely, and this, this is, this is when show gets vulnerable. I think ever since I made a team, I got like an ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been trying to like squash it. And so to hear that, I'm like, okay, I'm doing a good job. Yeah. Doing a good job. So the, the whole pause earlier. So we did a thing at the end of our 401 class. We took a 401 class together and, uh, our, our instructor, Shamanique made us one by one sit on stage and everyone had to say something, say something nice about them. You had to leave early cause you were hosting trivia, mm-hmm. <laughs> which my team won <laughs> fair and square. <laughs> We crushed that. Congratulations Thank again. Thank you. Yep. I uh, still have the gift card. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to burn that yet. I'm hoping everyone else forgets. Because <laughs> I have it. They won't. They won't. I'll buy them one drink. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you, you had a dip early. And you gave one compliment to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you that. I'm like, oh, you can just text it to me. Mm-hmm. And every, every, every moment. Did you really want a compliment? Hell yeah. <laughs> I gave you a good one. You take it. I gave you a real good one. So you get to do it. You, you put it off. This is what happens. Uh-huh. You get to do it on the show. Okay. All right. You want it now? or? <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. All right. My compliment is you're a very supportive player. You, I always feel like I can say anything to you and you will back it up. Okay, Ben. But you're not supportive. um, You're not so supportive that you just, you just sit back and wait for the other person to do a thing. You actually like, you always have a strong, um, you always have a strong position uh, but if he, but if somebody else has something, you are willing to support them, but you always, you gift a lot as well. Ooh. Do you want more? I didn't interrupt, did I? You, you I said, said oh. Like, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep going. <laughs> but if you want to, if you have more. No, that was it. I mean, okay. you're very supportive and, uh, but you always like have your own back. You always like have a thing. You always... Come up and I never make strong. you carry me, basically. Yeah. That's good. I never Thank feel you. like I have to carry you, but I always feel like I I never feel squashed as well. That's good. It's always weird. So thank you. Um, I'm glad. I, I thought you were never going to do that. Um, <laughs> but it's always weird. And I, I, this is what I want your take on. Um, how you view yourself as a like a performer or whatever. Okay. whatever in the, whatever field you're talking about. Like as a writer or whatever. Because I mentioned like ego earlier, right? Mm-hmm. 
you have to have some level of like confidence in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But then when it becomes too much, like there's like how do, how do you how do you balance that with being a writer? Because you have to believe all your shit's good. You can't just half-ass it. You can't go on stage and be like, "Well, I won't be in a lot of scenes or whatever." Like mm-hmm. that's your job. Yeah. So wh- where, how do you juggle that? Well, honestly, it was like it was very difficult. This is like it was very difficult because I was a writer for a long time before I started. Well, I was I was a personal writer before I did improv, and like I had a blog for a long time, and I felt like everything I wrote on my blog was like pretty good. And so it was hard because I think my writing is pretty good because I can take the time to actually, like, think about it and, like, edit it and go through that whole process. But then with improv, it's, like, right off the cuff. And, like, it took me a long time to, like, get out of my head of, like, everything you say doesn't have to be perfect and, Mm -hmm. like, super clever. Which, like, when I'm writing, it does. Because I have time, you know, I have time to, like, think about it and, like, rewrite it. Yeah, perfect it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's one of the things I notice is very difficult. Like, I want to be a musician, Uh but, like, I just can't. Because you have to prepare. Yeah. You have to have something that is crafted and done. Yeah. You can't bring them. Mm -hmm. Because then improv's like, we're making it up. Cool. Like, we're all in for this ride. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I was like, I'm working on some stuff, people are like, I don't want to hear this. I can go listen to it. I can go to any other bar and, like, listen to, like, music that's, like, done. Yeah. 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 So, writing, I can't imagine, but also, like, I kind of can because, like, you do it enough. Mm -hmm. You do, like, you start start with a blog Mm -hmm. and then you start to do it for money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, um, but I don't think you answered my question. I don't know. I forgot what your question was. Ego. How do I check my ego? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a big ego. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Is this the most silence you've ever had on your podcast? I've had longer silences. Really? You gotta be okay with silence. Because if you do a podcast and you feel like you have to fill every moment. Yeah, that's true. I definitely got... I, I was like a Pete Holmes like mm-hmm. thing. which was like, be okay. Like, what, if, what, if, what if we didn't talk for 14 seconds? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, this is great audio, but like, if it was meant to be, like, I'd do it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now you're just doing it on purpose. Yeah, well, you look like you're like, stop talking so we could do it. Okay, fine. Sure. I'll count that as you breaking the silence. Okay. No, I don't. Um, no, I don't have a large ego. Is that what your question? Is? No, it wasn't like. I, don't, I guess it's not like an ego thing. It's more of like um, it's like any moment you've had where you've like walked off stage or submitted an article or whatever it is, and you felt mm-hmm. good about it. Mm-hmm. I, there's this quote that I heard a long time ago. It was like. Um, don't take yourself too seriously, mm-hmm. but take what you do very seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where you are. But was there ever a time where you didn't, like, operate under the way that you are now? Yeah. Like, you didn't have it all figured out? Yeah. That was a question. Oh. Well, was there ever a time when you didn't act this way? Like, when I didn't take myself seriously? Are you listening? I am definitely not your favorite guest. <laughs> well... It's okay. 
You can come on in 14 episodes. <laughs> Try again. We didn't even, if you had opened that, maybe. Kirkland. I don't want to ruin your glasses. Yeah, I'm not washing those glasses. <laughs> Matured in oak? What is this? We're probably going to trade. I think the vodka, it's like the plastic bottle, it's like filled. Like if they like took two shots out of it. I hate vodka. Unless, really? it's, in, unless, unless it's in a drink. Who drinks vodka not in a drink? Hi, I'm new to alcohol. <laughs> I only know what people tell me. Okay, so I have a question for you. Has there ever been a time where you didn't where you did didn't take yourself seriously? Where I didn't take myself seriously? Probably. I think the point of that quote is to make sure that you don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously, but take what you do very seriously. So, <clears throat> like anyone who listens to the show, mm-hmm. like I want them to believe that I respect their time, mm-hmm. um, which is one thing I worry about a lot. But like, if I take myself too seriously, then I'm like expecting everyone else to take me that same, like I guess, level of seriousness. Mm-hmm. Which is like I said, one thing I'm really worried about because you get confidence. You do things well. You start to get people, people saying good things to you and it like builds you up mm-hmm. and you don't want to let that inflate your head. Yeah. Instead of giving it to yourself, you should get it, give it to your work. Take, give, give it to what you do. Okay. So like when Ben gave me that compliment, it was more like, I take what I do seriously and it shows. Yeah. And that's how as far as that goes. Instead of being like, I'm cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So was there ever a time where you had to big of a check head. your shit? think so that's good well the thing that i've like realized about myself is that like you can finish it oh thanks i got all the it's all backwash no the thing i've like realized about myself is that so i always took pride in the fact that i never i've never been like one of those people that takes myself too seriously like i don't Mm -hmm. think that i have ever been oh what's going on here keep talking okay nothing's happening Far away. Gotta open another bottle. Do you even have another bottle? Yeah. Go on. Okay. I was saying I was saying that I always took pride in the fact that I never took myself too seriously. Like I don't care about like about like (laughs) Why is he doing this on my episode? Um, This is this is uncomfortable. But like I'm sure it is. You have metal in your eye. I was hoping you wouldn't say what it is. <laughs> okay. But no one like still was like, what the hell? Okay. But the other... The, you want to open like, the Michelob? No, 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 no. You've been no, grabbing. No, no, no. Just open I it. I have not grabbed... No, Just I don't, open I don't it. That's a lot of ounces of beer. So it's Michelob Ultra. It's like 14 calories. It's a superior light it's beer. It's not like the light one. What's the difference? There's no like nutritional facts on this thing. It's beer. We have that... This, this, and whatever shit beer I have in my fridge. It was a bottle cut, everybody. I mean, we can open this if you want. You just said you didn't want to. How much longer do you want to keep going? It's 613. Okay. We we started at 444. So we're at about an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, see? It flies by. Yeah, you I don't know. talk about yourself. I know. <laughs> People know a lot about me. I have been talking about myself a lot. The last bit I forced it. I don't talk about myself that much. Okay, but this is the thing is people... So one of the the biggest compliments that I get that Mm -hmm. is going to the show is 
I feel like when I listen to your show, I get to know the person, and then I feel more comfortable approaching them at the theater. Because mm-hmm. it's really hard to approach people you don't know, especially yeah. people who have been there for a while and you see on stage and you kind of idolize. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, get, when people listen, they're like, I, I kind of know them a little bit more. So, like, yeah. when I talk to them, I can bring something up that I heard on the episode. Yeah. And... It's great. It's a really, it's a big compliment. Yeah. And also like speaks really highly to the guests that I choose to have on the show. Mm-hmm. So people are going to, people are going to, this, this sounds gross to say, but people are going to talk to you about this. Uh-huh. So what do you want them to have? Like, what do you want them to talk to you about? You can request now because if they make it to the end, I'm impressed. Um, one time, one time, one time, one time. I met the green power ranger and he signed my cast. Tommy. Yeah. I met Tommy. Oh, fuck. He was a lot of other colors. White. And? Green. And? Peach. <laughs> yes, he was the Peach he Ranger. The Ranger. <laughs> yep. I didn't follow. I think I was too old. After he was that. red. I, I don't think so. He was a Red Ranger at one point. Jerry. Or, uh, Jerry. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Jerry. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and prove this real quick. Mm-hmm. What color Power Ranger was Tammy? That was a big Power Ranger. Tammy. Fan. Tammy. <laughs> <clears throat> Jason David Frank is his name. Mm-hmm. I know, I met him. Ooh. Power Rangers, let's see. First appearance, last appearance portrayed by title. Colors green, white. Black and red. Wikipedia page. Four different Power Rangers. You are absolutely right. <laughs> wow, where did that go? Uh, green for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one and two. White for two and three. Uh, red for Zeo and Turbo. And black for Dino Thunder. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Turbo movie was my shit. Really? Because they had a child as a Blue Ranger. Like someone who was like a little older than me. Really? And when he when he became the Power Ranger, he was like six feet tall. But then when he was a kid, he like shrunk back down. <laughs> and I was like, "You can do that? It's crazy." I just kicked your cat. I'm sorry. Or maybe oh. it was Matthew's cat. Yeah, you kicked Matt. It's Matthew's cat. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. Cares. Okay. <laughs> My cat doesn't come in anymore during the shows. Oh. Tired of being quoted incorrectly. Uh, you know what that's like. I know what that's like. What that's like horrible. So is this about what you expected? It was better than what I expected. Oh, yeah. I was very nervous. You were nervous? Mm-hmm. Why? Because um, I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> and I, well, I was like nervous about being interviewed. Because I, I don't. I try not to interview. I yeah, no, no, it was start conversation. It wasn't. It didn't feel like an interview, but I just you know. Some people I'm don't usually on the other end of it. Take well to the conversation. Yeah. Really. Some people. Don't. Are you saying that I'm your favorite guest you've ever had on this show? If I say you're my favorite, will you come on again? Yeah. In fourteen or more episodes. Yeah. Then you're my favorite. Okay. I knew it. I knew it would be your favorite. I was going to wait till off air, but I feel like it's important to, uh, to say that I'm your favorite. I thought I knew it. Well, what plugs do you have, Rachel? Um, I didn't even introduce you. This is Rachel Marsh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. <laughs> For 90 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's Rachel. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I get it now. Uh, they're also why uh, they stay the entire time to listen. <laughs> Who the fuck is yeah. this? I swear I know it. I, yeah. It was Rachel the whole time. <laughs> has she ever been a Power Ranger? Okay, she has. 
That's the thing you need to bring up if you meet, if you see Rachel on the theater. Oh, you know what? I do have a question for you. This was on my list of not, of hinge questions, but it wasn't a hinge question. So you know when you're okay. I know we're like we're nearing the end, but like you know when you're at, keep going. Where you know when you're at like a you're like new to a job or like new to like a, you're at a camp or whatever, and they're like name or in college, they're like name your name three facts about you. Three facts? Yeah, like, you know. There's like icebreaker games. <clears throat> I know icebreaker games, but it's usually like two truths and a lie. I played one truth and two lies. That was a weird. That was really weird. How about three lies? Just tell me three That's lies. That's a fun game. Just That's so a way more fun game. <laughs> so wait, you want to ask me three truths? You've never played. You never had I've to never, like give like three facts. I didn't live yourself. in a dorm. And at new jobs, they play different icebreakers. Oh. I told you, I played one truth and two lies. Okay, then two truths and a lie. You play two truths and a lie right now? You have to play two. Okay, but I'm just going to tell you what I put on my Hinge profile. Oh, okay. Do you want me to go now? Sure. Okay, on my Hinge profile, um, my it says name. So two truths and a lie. Mine are my name is Rachel. That's one. I have a mouse tattoo. That's another one. I don't have a mouse tattoo. That's another one. Names a lie. What? Name the lie. Name the lie. You. The lie is that you have a mouse tattoo. I don't have. I do. I do have a mouse tattoo. Okay. So the lie is I don't have. I don't take online dating very seriously. Very, apparently not. <laughs> so what? Tell me your two two, two truths. Uh, my name is Jonathan. I don't have a tattoo. Ah, uh, okay. And I do have a tattoo. Okay, you don't have a tattoo. That's the lie. The lie is you have a tattoo. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. That was really lame. Both of those. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. That thing that I completely ripped off of you was lame? I was saying both of ours was lame. Oh, 100%. I, wouldn't, I 100% put no thought into mine. I, uh, my real one, <clears throat> since you asked, um, and I, I, I pick, I try to pick big things. So, um, I played semi-pro football. I, uh, rode a bicycle for money for three years and I have, uh, music on iTunes. Oh, those are good. The second one I know is true. That's the thing is people know that's true. So that's a hard one to like fuck with. The third one is not true. The third one's not true. Final answer. No, the first one is not true. Say it. Well, you're looking at me like I was wrong. Of course, I don't want to get... Oh, you got it. No, you got a final answer to that shit. I, I need to win. I need this for a win journal. Um, the first one is a lie. I've never played semi-pro football. Incorrect. No, I mean the third one. Oh, yeah, okay. Incorrect. <laughs> wait, Sorry. wait, which one is wrong? Which one is... I never, I never biked. Really? No, that's true. Wait, no, come on! <laughs> I don't have music on iTunes. Okay. I have this, so this, this I was, podcast on iTunes, and it does have music in it, so technically... Anyway, those are all true. And you just lied to me. Well, I didn't ride a bicycle. I rode a tricycle. Oh. Tricky. You're one of those. Three wheels. Four seats. <laughs> one of them was for me. I would love to do that again. That was a fun job. Really? Fuck yeah. Where were you? Where, 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 like where? New Orleans. Was it, it's, isn't it hilly? In the, not in the quarter. Oh. There's like one hill on, uh, Decatur. No. What is that? St. Peter. No. 
by the French market. That would always be my biggest fear of like is having to bike up a hill with like people. It wasn't bad. You'd gear down. They had really good gears. That's how I learned how to fix bikes. Oh. You never need your bike fixed. Oh. Good to know. Four hundred dollars. I will find someone else. (laughs) So uh you you wanna end the episode here? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It is um six thirty. Well, say your goodbyes. Drop your plugs. Anything you want? Anything else? Last, last likes. Listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. The other producers. The other producers. <laughs> it's gonna be great. The logo is a better version of. You'll that. be the. Fr- you'll be the only guest on it. I'm just just gonna, me. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy you. You're gonna just upload this to that. <laughs> yeah. This is my podcast. Yeah. Like you'll leave the intro in and just talk over it. Yeah. And then as soon as like that fades out in the music, you'll like lower the music. You'll be like, that guy was really annoying, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is my this show. Is about me. <clears throat> this is my show. Uh, I had this really lame first guest. I don't know if I'm going to do it again. So <laughs> yeah. uh, let me know what you think. And you get like 80 emails. Have you, so one of the plights of the show is that I, I plug the email. I do it less lately. But for the first like 40 episodes, I would plug the email and be like, if you're listening to the show, just send me an email. I have gotten two emails. One was from episode three. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody listened who was starting their own podcast and they wanted to, they wanted to like switch promotions. Oh. So I did that for two episodes and then I dropped that shit. Okay. He, of course, they don't listen anymore. <clears throat> and then my sister sent me an email. Aww. Nobody else has sent me an email at producerscast at gmail.com, but I bet if you uploaded one episode, you'd get like 80 emails. Do you want me to email you? Is that what you're asking? Do you want the Piedmont to email you? Do you want Boomer just, Magazine to send you an email? Just drop your plugs and say goodbye. Um. <clears throat> uh, the, oh, the only plug I have is my blog. Which will, yeah, link is in the description. Okay. Should I plug it or no? You just did. <laughs> Don't go read her blog. It's in the description. <laughs> You're not blonde. Why is I it? know. It's like, I was like really into the Flight, Flight of the Concords. Of Concords. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Uh, for a long time. And so I was like, oh, it's ironic because I'm kind of short and not blonde. blonde. <laughs> so. You you have like the mentality of a blonde. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> is that your only plug? Is your blog? Yeah. I also, think, P- the Piedmont. I think I left all the Instagrams in the description. For Boomer you. Magazine. And Rachel Deb. Oh, one question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. What's it like having the middle name Deborah? It's so difficult. You have no idea. Cool. What's it like having a middle name, Mathieu? It's a daily struggle. Really? I feel like we uh, are kindred spirits I in our... That. I totally get that. Rash middle name choices. <laughs> our parents. <laughs> Fuck them. We're really fucking this over. My second middle name? I'm not going to say it on air. I'll Do you really it. have a second middle name? It's not legal. It's Catholic. You give it to yourself? It's Catholic. Oh. It's raised Catholic. Oh. I never did my confirmation, but I got a confirmation name. Really? My grandmother wanted it, so I, like, keep it nearby. Yeah. I don't, like, display it, but, like, I'm like, if I need to, I got you it. You have it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. You can't tell anybody. I'm not going to tell anyone. Okay, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.